You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. You are just evil. I knew there was something wrong, too. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't ask. No. Well, I didn't ask because I'm tired and I'm I'm And because it was things. very nice of me to stop by and I spend thought... my own American money to purchase you something. That was my first mistake was trusting <laughs> you that it was your own American money. I was like, oh, well, how wonderful. Sarah bought me lunch. This is just what a sweet gesture. What is, a nice way to help me out. I am such a nice person. And then I started eating it. And I'm like, there's something off about there's this. There's nothing but I don't want to offend her. about it. I don't want to say There anything. is nothing off about it. You're what's off about oh, it. Oh, I knew. You did I not knew know. It. You you didn't eat it like you knew. No, I knew it once I started eating. I was trying to be nice. Anyway, we'll get to it here in a minute. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, as usual, big thank you to everybody who goes to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicks on the Amazon link. So professional. The very professional, the best way to buy. <laughs> No, I was saying the way that you were saying it. Oh, it you was. don't have to just buy professional wares on no. Amazon. No. Well, this just ruined it got ruined right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, we started off for like five seconds sounding good. Anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon You're such link. A dick. It was, I want to explain why I have this demeanor here in just a minute. I'm I'm a little upset okay. and I'm trying to get through. Oh. I'm a little bit worried about my health oh, at this yes. point. Oh, yes. Oh, Greg. I'll yeah, ex- that's the worst thing that you've ever put in your body. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll explain it here in just a second. Anyway, go to funemploymentready.com, click on the on the Amazon link. That's great. Also, of note, we've got our <laughs> Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, which is tomorrow. tomorrow, February 23rd, right here in Portland, Oregon, at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. We would love to see everybody come down and play. It's free. We've got our sponsors, Rake of Vodka and Small Town Brewery with mm-hmm. Not Your Father. There's root beer. We're going to have Not Your Father's Root Beer down there. And um, and some great prizes. Some great prizes because not can only you verify can you verify I can verify Ooh, it. Ooh, sweet. Okay. So uh, not only will we have uh, some great prizes from, of course, Small Town and some that, of course, I put together myself. Sure. All those uh, my fun little prize bags that I do. Our friends at PDX Pedicab are also donating for our grand prize a tour of Distillery Row, where you get between five and six distilleries, including all tastings. You get a Distillery Row passport and a gift certificate. That's awesome. Yeah. PDX Pedicab is fantastic. PDXPedicab.com. So it's, it, they're bike pedicabs. So yep. you sit in the back while somebody well, bikes you around. That's what a pedicab is. They're bike cabs. Well, yeah, but isn't that... Uh, okay, I guess I'm thinking of... What's the one with the people with, when people do it? That's... Um, you know what I'm talking about. What, like people like pulling people? Yeah, people pulling people. What, what do you like call those ones? No, not a carriage. No, it's called something else. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like when they hoist up, like hoist up Yeah, the... somebody in the live chat. Rickshaw. A rickshaw. There we go. Yeah. yeah, it's a rickshaw. I don't know why that <laughs> eluded me so much. I'm sure everybody's frustrated <laughs> with me right now. Um, no, no, but it's kind of like a rickshaw only with a bike. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. So you, so that is going to be our big prize for tomorrow. So we'll figure out how to give that away. But uh, come, free to play. Lots yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah. Give us hugs. Right. All Don't of get things. too close to Greg because he'll get you sick. Yeah. Well, that, that's Oh, but true. you're just feeling spry right now. But okay. anyway, I got my revenge. Yes. And that's what we need to talk about. So here's what happened today. I'm, I'm just going to explain my feeling. And if I, if I do get sick during the show, this will probably explain a little bit why. Um, Sarah, you know, because I've been working on, we had, a, we had a little accounting snafu. Uh, that I'm trying to I'm trying to fix. We'll say I entered some numbers wrong in April, and um, since it was in April, that kind of uh, translates through to the, to the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So in order to have our taxes done, whoopsie daisy, should have paid a little bit more attention. Whoopsie daisy, too late now. So you have to go through line by line everything. That's the boring part of the story. So it's I've been spending some long hours working on that, fixing the problem that I created. Uh, however, doing that, uh, Sarah was nice enough today. She's like, you know, I know you've been. Working a lot of hours. I was. And you haven't had enough time to go get food. Because I've always been very nice. I'm like, hey, Greg, are you making sure that you're eating all right? Are you, Mm -hmm. you know, are you you breathing? Are you drinking water? The sweetest. The sweetest. The sweetest person. The sweetest person. And she's like, I'm going to stop by and I'm going to get us some food. So you don't worry about that. I'll bring it in. I'm like, thank you. That's that's so great. Um, I'll just keep on working then. And I get in here. And Sarah's got two... um, Bowl like food bowl things that she purchased. Which are deliciously. They're not actually prepared. not frozen. 
and they they look like they were actually hand, like made by somebody by by not human by a machine. hands by human hands. And she's like, "Would you like this one or or this one?" She got two. She had two different choices, and I chose. The, I got beef lo mein, and I also got um like a tofu pad thai dish. Right, and and I chose the beef lo mein because I'm I don't really like tofu. That was my only thing. I the, I did not know you didn't like tofu. This the, is really good tofu too. The, the texture of tofu is weird. Well, yeah, it's kind of weird, but. Yeah, uh, I I like some tofu. I don't like all of it. Like when it's big and spongy and flavorless, uh-huh. that's kind of gross. Okay, but yeah, this no, one's kind of fried. Like the, I guess like... that's what I'm used to. I think it all stems back because I had a roommate like years ago who tried to like I don't know like 15 years ago who tried to get me to eat tofu and it was the big blocky chunks of it, and I chewed it and it tasted like I was eating like if petrified wood had been like soaked mm. in water for a long time and then it was soft, like which I know isn't physically possible. But uh but yeah. <laughs> it was like mixture between uh gross and gross. And so I just I can't do the texture. That's really just what it comes down to. I know there's a lot of ways you can cook it and I'm sure there's better ways, but it's stuck in my mind. That's just what what it is. And so so I can't eat it. So I chose to be flowing I'm like, great, thank you, sir. That's that's wonderful. I did. I, not yeah, only that, did I purchase the food with my own money, granted I also I, I didn't use our like our our mutual funds. I didn't use the work funds. Out of my own private bank account, I bought the food. And not only did I buy the food, bring it to you. I gave you a choice between the two. I right. let you pick which one you wanted. Well, really, there's only one I was going to choose out of that. So, but anyway, I I got it, and I I was very grateful, and it was very nice. And I started eating it. I'm like, hmm. Now in my mind, I'm like, well, that's. It's a little bit chewy, but okay, that's fine. I'm not going to say anything. Sarah went through all this effort to bring it here. I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to eat the food. And Wait, what I'm was gonna, wrong with it? Well, it, it was taste a little funny, but I was I was going to eat it. It does it was not fine. taste funny. And about five minutes into starting to eat this thing, <laughs> no, I waited longer than five minutes. Okay, I let you eat it for a while. I let you enjoy it for a while. Okay, um, then she told me the truth of the matter. <laughs> And here's the truth. And and uh, Jez in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, says, still waiting to hear why Greg is so mad at Sarah uh, or because she brought him food. No, not mad about that. That was great. Here's where the problem was. It turns out Sarah bought expired food. I did not buy expired food. It is not expired. You don't know how words work. That is not expired. Barely edible food. <laughs> it's not that was true. on the verge of being expired. It is not on the verge of being. All right, expired. explain explain what it is that you did. I went to uh, you know my local grocery store and <laughs> I might or might not have found my discounted egg salad for my egg salad sandwiches the other day, and uh, and so I went to this particular. I went to the deli section, which they do hand prepare. All different kinds of uh, meals every day. And these ones just so happen to be discounted. So they're usually like $7 a bowl. And I actually ended up getting these two for $7. Now, why would anyone sell something for half off? Now, we just had this discussion Because they had to move ago. product. They have to move the product. <laughs> and they just needed to get it off the shelves. Maybe they're just like, hey, maybe someone wants to eat a delicious food bowl and doesn't have, you know, $14 to throw around for two of them. Why don't we just give them two for the price of one? So you bought me expiring food. I didn't buy you. Every food is expiring. We're expiring. That isn't, that isn't accurate. That is such a ridiculous <laughs> argument for this. <laughs> We're all dying, aren't we? <laughs> you bought me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's being asked in the chat uh, by, by our friend Keelan. Holy shit, Sarah. Discount tofu. <laughs> It's like, yeah, discount. Uh, it's not like I mean, I'd rather eat discount tofu than discount, you know, meat. Um, Simon says least... tofu is already uh, fermented. It's already expired. Quote. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should have picked this one because it already was. Well, you're eating discounted meat over there. Discounted beef <laughs> is not necessarily the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, Courtney in the chat is saying that you're such a food snob, but I mean, it's it's funny that you're right. You're such a snob about it, yet you know your delicacy is like Cheetos. Well, that's a delicacy. That's not <laughs> yes. something that I eat every day. Uh-huh. That's only on an occasional situation will I indulge myself in some Cheetos. I'm just saying you took advantage of me today, I think. I feel like because of the fact that I wasn't paying close enough attention. You brought in this. Well, you, you didn't. Actually, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> it did. Ta- okay, no, I'm not going to lie. You it really did taste weird. You wouldn't have known that it was discounted because I swear I was after I bought 
these today after I paid for them and I went and got a coffee. And I was sitting there preparing my coffee and I actually took the bowls out of my bag. Took off the discount stickers. <laughs> you took the discount sticker off. <laughs> and threw them away at the store. I took them off before I brought them to the studio just so you wouldn't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's diabolical. It was. I was like, like I could tell that the person so was So you knew you were doing something wrong. I wasn't doing anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was doing something wrong for getting food for an ungrateful person. But uh, I did take off the stickers from wow. both of them so I didn't know which one you were going to pick. And I knew, like, I'm not going to spend extra money when something is perfectly <laughs> edible. It's a good option. It's a healthy option. It's a healthy alternative. It's not frozen. It's a hand-prepared food bowl, which doesn't expire for two days. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just feeling a little... A little nauseous? Squeamish, yeah. Yeah. A little, ugh, a little queasy. Uh, it's being noted in chat. She did this intentionally. Um, also, Jasmine says, Team Sarah. All right. You Here's asked for food. I brought you a healthy alternative. Um, it's, um, I'm just kind of reading the, the uh, comments as I go through here. And Jakey says, Greg is learning a valuable lesson today about shopping on a budget. It's not so much the, uh, the shopping on a budget thing. I mean, I understand shopping on a budget. I just don't, um, you know, I, I don't want to eat things that are going to make me worse off. Then I mean I don't know if I'm getting some kind of worms from this You're or what's going to be happening worms. from that or I don't know what you catch from expired food trichinosis or that's that's what you get from pork or something I don't know I think it's undercooked pork anyway I'm just I'm just not entirely sure what kind of disease I've caught but I'm pretty sure that I caught something from this so I just want to say thanks what's the to, disease of ungratefulness the, it's, is that what you caught because I, would, I haven't heard a thank you uh, no I gave you plenty of thank yous earlier today and I the, now. I think that uh, I, sorry, I'm just a little bit, a little bit upset. Did you eat a stomach. bunch of the beef? No, I stopped eating it as soon as you did. I tried eating some of the beef and it was all chewy. And I That's what beef was... is. It is chewy. Well, we all know I'm a chicken man. I mean, if we're going to get down to it, I'm, I'm a chicken man. Stop and so beef is, I'm a, well, I'm a poultry kind of person. And, uh, and so, you know, I don't eat a lot of beef and... That's why I can tell this stuff is definitely expired. Well, you know what, Greg? So. Fine, I'm going to pull the last punch. You know, I don't have a lot of money, so I was just really... The little money I had, I was just trying to spend it wisely. No, and I appreciate that part of it. Um, Do you? Because I'm not hearing appreciation in your voice right now. <laughs> I think the fact that you ripped off the discount tags and threw them away also implies a little bit of guilt in there. Uh, so uh, Kristen in the chat is asking, so what is the poison we're eating today? It's Sarah's discounted um, bowls of food that she got us not and didn't dis- tell me. Yeah, discounted, not expired. All right. Well, anyway... That's the story. That's why I was a little bit upset to start off the show. Um, again, I, I'm going to try to make it through today's, oh, you're so today's brave. episode. You're so brave. Just because I'm feeling a little bit, a little, a little off. Uh, yeah, it's being said, uh, you should have brought Mr. Pure Diet, some Cheetos, juice, and M&M's. No, I don't, I don't buy those things, though. I don't buy, yes. well, I do buy some juice every now and then. And you buy I never Cheetos. buy M&M's. I've never, I never buy M&M's. You buy Cheetos. On occasion, on occasion. You buy Doritos. I see you eat Doritos a lot. You do not see me eat them a lot. I do because you know that I don't like Doritos, and that's why you get them, especially when we're working on something. Greg specifically gets Doritos when we're going to be stuck for a while together because he knows I won't eat them. You well, know that's true. I mean, they're there. You're, they're available for you, but if yeah. you don't eat them, it's not my mm. fault. Well, anyway, there it is. That's the story of what's going on. <laughs> I am anti-discounted food uh, to a limit, but if it's, some, if it's something like this, it's just a... Oh. <sighs> Uh, it's being noted. Uh, also, I mean, come on, Greg, you've eaten plenty of questionable questionable things, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, I will eat pizza sometimes. All right, I'll admit it. Oh. Sometimes if I get a pizza and I go to bed and I forget to put it in the fridge in the morning, I just nuke the hell out of I it. I don't do that. I don't do that. I'll nuke the hell out of it and eat it. All the air and the things that have probably touched it throughout the night yeah, and the dust that has settled on it? Probably. No, not dust. I don't leave it out in the open. It's covered, but... Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll just nuke it for like two minutes, and then I figure that kind of kills everything on it. All right. So yeah, you're grosser than me. So you leave pizza out all night. You eat street yogurt. Well, the street yogurt was a man gave me some street yogurt, and I ate the street yogurt. Yeah, that's that's entirely true. The street yogurt is a man gave me some street yogurt. (laughs) Yeah, you know, a a man gave me some street yogurt, and um, you know, it was sealed, and then I uh, and I 
and I ate it. Except for the possible puncture wounds. Of well, maybe. Him injecting it with something. It could have been. I don't know. Well, I ate like four or five of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, there we go. That's what's going on with that part of it. I do want to say this, too. We did have a special guest who was going to be joining us today. Oh, this is the and best. it's our friend Billy Wayne Davis, who we've had him on the show before. Oh, he's a delight. Yeah, he's really funny. You can find his uh, interview from the last time he was on the show in the archives at funemploymentradio.com. And... Billy uh, <laughs> shot me a message this morning. You know, we we had talked about it this week that Billy was going to be on. And um, I got a message this morning uh, saying, hey, Greg, I, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to make it today. And I'm like, okay, well, no problem. There's something going on. And I asked him uh, after all this if I could explain why it was he's not going to make it today. So Billy lives, I believe he lives down in L.A. Yeah, he does. And he's coming up here to the Northwest for a series of dates. He's got one coming up on March 9th at Dante's. So he he was going to stop by Portland for a couple of days and then go on another tour, I'm assuming, go go to some other places and perform and then come back to, to Portland for March 9th. So he was going to stop in the studio today. And he was flying up from L.A. And here's what happened. And this is this is on his email. He showed up at Burbank, <laughs> went to security to check into his flight. And the la- <laughs> this is his quote. And the lady at check-in said, wrong airport, honey. <laughs> he, he went to the wrong airport in LA to fly for his flight today. <laughs> so he missed his flight. He just ended with, I am an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he just said, I apologize. <laughs> and, uh, which is the funniest thing ever. Because, you know, there's so many different airports in LA. And he was probably just on autopilot, went to Burbank, and <laughs> it was the wrong one. So he missed his flight uh, and can, couldn't make it in today. And again, I asked him if I could talk about this because I'm like, because I wrote back, I like, holy shit, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to lie, though. This is kind of funny. <laughs> and and I was talking to him about it. I'm like, I, I know that feeling of screwing up a flight because um, I did that when I was coming back from Europe. The first time I, I went over there, I was I was in Rome and then I had to fight like Rome to Frankfurt to the U.S. Okay. And my flight out from Rome was... I can't remember the exact days, but we'll say I thought it was on Wednesday. And so, oh, no. you know, I was, I was there hanging out, partying. I was having a great time all day Tuesday. I went to some museums and then decided to go out again. It was like, oh, my flight's not till 5 p.m. I think it was the next day. Like, I'm set. I'm just going to have some have some fun. I'll make it to the airport on time. Mm-hmm. I get to the airport on Wednesday. And I go up to the counter to check check in. And she looks at me, looks at the ticket, and she's like, no, no, that, no, that, this isn't your flight. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no, this flight was yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so I had missed it by an entire day, and I showed up there. And the, part, the other part of this story, too, was there was going to be a transit strike in Rome that was going to be happening on um, – like later that day. so it The was, same day? Yeah, like the same day. They didn't know when it was going to start. It was either going to be later that day or possibly the next day, but I didn't want to risk anything. So I I had slept in and I um, I didn't take a shower. I probably should have taken a shower because I had been drinking a lot for the last couple oh, of days. I should have taken a shower, but I was staying in a hostel. And so I... I feel like I can smell you in this story. I probably didn't smell the greatest. No. And shocker. And so I'm sitting there dealing with this and I'm, I'm over like, oh my God, I missed my flight by a day. And this woman's like saying things in Italian. I'm pretty sure calling me a fucking moron. And I'm like, well, is there anything you can do? She's like, all right. And she luckily she worked on it and got me a flight to uh, to Frankfurt on a different airline. But I had already missed the Frankfurt flight. So oh. I missed that flight. My flight going home had already left. Yeah, the day before. The day before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had I was I, I at least had one leg figured out. So I got to Frankfurt and I'm in a panic. I'm like, okay, now I here I am. Frankfurt, Germany. What the hell how do I get home? And then I had to go deal with the other airline and luckily got that worked out. So I had another flight, but it was a full it was like twelve hours afterward. So I was spending the night at Frankfurt Airport and dirty and oh, hungover, and probably sweating booze out. Ew, and, those poor people and, had to be on the, the plane panic. next to you. Oh, oh yeah. And so I, I spent the night at the Frankfurt airport, and then, which I've never, I've never done before, spent the night at an airport. So it was, 
it was kind of confusing. Like I didn't know where to do. So I had my stuff, but I was exhausted. So I tied all the stuff to me, all my bags, and just like wrapped them around me. Because I was like, if somebody's going to steal them, they're going to have to pull them off of me and maybe I'll wake up. And <laughs> that sounds exactly like something I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And then like attach them. Yeah. Uh-huh, I attached them to me physically. So there mm-hmm. was no way they could take it off of me without me waking up. And then it curled up on, went from like, like uh, different. Um, uh, terminals? Yeah, different terminals, different terminals, as depending on when the flights would start coming in. I'm like, oh, well, I got to move. There's people here now. And then I'd move to another empty one and then curl up. And be, I was that guy. I was that creepy, weird, stinky dude with a backpack in the airport. Oh. I don't yeah. think that's creepy that you're sleeping in the airport, but the stinky thing. Well, the stinky, yeah, backpacky guy. I was him. And then finally, I got onto my flight home and the. I, f- I still to this day feel so bad for this kid I sat next to. He was probably, he looked like he was maybe 18, 19. And it was this guy from, I believe the Netherlands, the Netherlands or Denmark. And I don't remember which one, but either way. And I, I, my, my spot was right next to him. And I was exhausted at this point because I've been trying to sleep in an airport and I'd missed my flights and I was hungover. Still haven't showered. Oh, gross. This is a full extra a day. Bath in the- There's nothing I could really do. I mean, my clothes, all my clothes were oh, stinky. God, I mean, marinating. In I them. was gross. Because I've smelled you uh, when we've gone camping, and you're, you're kind of a stinker. I'm not a stink. Well, nobody smells good after going camping. No, but you're camping. like, but like, you're a stinker. Like, I am not. Kind of, especially like, I don't know if you have like big pores or something, but you smell like booze when you like. Oh, it comes out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I smell pretty bad at this one. And so, so, so I'm seeing this kid and he's just like bright eyed and he's so excited. He's like, oh, this is my first time going to the States. And oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. Well, I'll be fun for you. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> so I had to sit next wow. to this guy like his. The American he's riding with now, we're stuck, and it's a long flight because we're flying to Portland. So it was like a 10-hour flight or I don't know, it forever. And uh, and this poor guy had to sit next to me the entire way all because I decided to sleep in and, and not pay attention to my flight oh, schedule. Greg. So I ruined this guy's trip to America. I still feel bad for this kid. And then we landed, and I remember he freaked out because he saw the um, National Guard like jets on there. And he's like, why are the jets here? Why, why are there jets? Oh my God. Like the fighter jets? Because he, he's like, we don't have that at our airports. What, what's going on? What? And he just got into a panic about it. I'm like, ah, oh, no, that's, that's just what they do here. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> that was all surly and oh my smelly. God. And like, well, anyway, have a good time in America. See you later. And I strolled off the plane. I, I'm sure everybody around me knew I, I smelled bad. Uh, I'm sure they- Keelan is asking, did you take your shoes off? Damn right. Oh, God, Greg. I did. I took my shoes off. I didn't take my socks off, but I took my shoes off. That probably would have been more forgiving if you took your socks off. At that point, once you're that far deep in the game, like, I'm already that guy. So, eh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, God. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I probably ruined (laughs) Raymond Hennessy Ambassador Lil Switch. Yeah, I uh, that poor that poor kid. I was his first impression of of America. Oh God! Like in the flesh, flying into America, sitting next to me, and and then landing with like fighter jets and a smelly dude next to him. So I don't know what happened to that guy, but I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) I doubt he's ever come back again. I apologize to him wherever he is. Anyway, that's. Oh my god! So I understand the uh, missing the flight. Thing. At least, at least Billy's not uh, not uh, ruining someone else's trip right now. That's true. Yeah, he's not doing that, that. we know of. Well, I mean, he could, but yeah. I, I don't think so. But uh, anyway, I thought it was <laughs> wrong airport, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As soon as you told me that this morning, I'm like, oh no. Oh, it's so funny. But all right, well, should we do some world of crazy? I have. Ah, story. That's okay. I've got some ball talk coming up too. And I do, I do want to say this. There's been some, uh, one of our friends has asked us for some birthday advice. Oh. And I have some advice, I believe, that I can dispense. Wait, us for advice. So not just you, Greg. It's about some birthday It's not all about Greg. It's not all about Greg. Actually, I have a couple stories. Hello, my friends. Sorry for the coughing. I, I really wish that I wasn't. It's getting really annoying. Just give me a heads up and I can... Mute you. All right, why don't you mute me real quick? 
It's because you eat expired food. Since you're muted, I'm just going to tell you right now. That's probably not helping your immune system when you keep eating stuff that's on its oh, way out. Knock it off. Anyway, nothing. Whatever. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I keep trying to pop my ears. Real quick in the chat, Jez says that guy has a podcast and talks about shitty Americans all the time. <laughs> I wonder if he does tell the story of me, like to somebody about the first. Oh man, the first time I went to the U.S., I sat next to this guy. He was disgusting. Oh god, that's probably his impression of all Americans. It was at that point. Oh yeah. I wonder if I. You ever wonder? Yeah, if you're a part of someone else's story, just says the random person. I've in it. wondered that. Yeah, or like if you're like in the background of somebody else's like mm-hmm. big monument. Like oh yeah, and then there's this other girl. Like, she was doing this and like that. yeah. Probably. Oh yeah, everybody is somebody's like weirdo. Yeah. Are you quoting some smooch knob there? Is that what? what? That's what you. Just Ew! Did. Why did you? Is that a song? Why did you even say that name? Ew! I remember how tacky those guys were. Are they still around? Hmm. Oh, I was obsessed with them in the days of my not because of the, the just because of how. Weird Some of those creep- guys might listen to the show. Well, I'm sorry. You're weird and creepy. Especially, I remember because there were the smooch girls, right? And there were these trashy the girls. girls. Oh, I was... Because Greg and I both get, like, side obsessions. Like, not necessarily, like, with people that we're friends with or anything along those lines. But, you know, I kind of get fascinated by things. Mm-hmm. And that... We're talking about a band that existed here in Portland. Yeah, that dumpster fire. I was obsessed with that for, like, a couple of years. I always just look and these, like, girl. Oh, God. Yeah, we we played with them a few times. Ugh. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Excel. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. A burglary suspect was arrested in Florida this past weekend after he was caught after he broke into someone's house and took a shower, and he was found wearing the homeowner's Betty Boop pajamas that didn't belong <laughs> to him. Well, the victims arrived home about 5 p.m. on Sunday and heard a young man by the name of Brad Vaughn. 37, uh, taking a shower and whistling a happy little tune. Now, they saw signs that he had broken into the residence, uh, and they called police. Uh, Officers, when they came to the house, they found Vaughn, and uh, they found him in a bedroom. Sorry, I have to hit that. Found him in the bedroom uh, with his clothes on the floor, wearing only the Betty Boop pajama pants that he found that belonged to the wife. Uh, the homeowners didn't know Vaughn and didn't know how he got in. Please tell me. He was just like, hey, welcome <laughs> home. Come on in. Hey, Brodios. What's going on? <laughs> well, he was no, not welcome there, and he was charged with burglary of habitation. And he remains in Wichita County Jail on a $10,000 bail. Nobody's bailing out, <laughs> Mr. The Buddy there. Why the Betty Boop pajamas? I mean, that's a conscience, you know, a deliberate choice he made on that. That is true. To I'm pick looking. out those ones. Oh God! Somebody just posted a picture of that band in the in the chat. Oh. We we played a yeah. Tell me, I just said that I thought that they were creepy and trashy. Um, well, okay. Or is this gonna be a story where they were like really nice people and I'm an asshole for saying those things? Oh wow! Is that a? Oh, I know that guy. Um, no, I mean. All right, well, here's the deal. Yeah, we, we played uh, Courage, my band Courage, CourageMusic.com. We played a couple of shows with them. One in, like, we, we did a Friday and Saturday night with them one time where we we were opening up for them once in Lake Oswego, because they were bigger than us. Once in Lake Oswego, and then we went up to Mount Hood and played at the Rat Skeller up there, which that was a great, great venue. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to toot my own we dest- Courage destroyed that place. And we were opening up. I mean, we we fucking killed it. To where we were signing autographs afterward. Like, it was pretty <laughs> fucking cool. And um, and then they went on, and the room kind of cleared out a bit. And so I don't think they took too kindly to that. Because the next time that happened, they booked us to play with them at Dante's. Maybe a month and a half after that. And this is when I, I realized, oh yeah, that, that bothered you. Because they put us on, we showed up, we thought we would go on, you know, one of the first couple of bands to go on. And we thought it was like a three-band show. Yeah. They booked another band. And so they had three bands before they went on, and they bumped us to the end. And they're like, yeah, no, uh, you guys can go on, uh, we'll put you guys on last. And we're like, 
All right. So like headlining, like now, nah, I mean, we'll be done. I don't know. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll be done at like midnight. They went till 1 a.m. And then put us on the stage. So it was the shit spot. I mean, it it was intentional. Wow, they that's buried a us dick at the move. end of the night. It was a dick move. All right, so I shouldn't feel bad about saying how though you creep me out. No, okay. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I this is why I was, I'm hesitant to talk about it. But yeah, it was a dick move on their part. And we, uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that was the last time we played with them. Oh, we killed it at Rat Skeller. I still love that part though. And you destroyed their hopes we, and dreams. Yeah, we ruined <laughs> that crowd for them. <laughs> of course. Anyway, that's the story about that. Oh, well, somebody hears it, it. I don't really care. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't want to alienate that. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> fan base. <coughs> All right. I do have one more uh, story. You know what? That what? show is still listed on the Portland Mercury. From uh, That's from 2003. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Anyway. All right. I do have one story. And since this is World of Crazy, and I have seen this everywhere, and it is... At least at this point, verified to be a real story. It is my duty, as your world of crazy connoisseur, to mm-hmm. tell you about this. This is a story about a doctor named Dr. Daniel Dops. Daniel Dops. Da- Dr. Daniel Dops, who is a chiropractor. Dr. Daniel Dops. Dr. Daniel Dops is a chiropractor, but now he's uh, making his way into... The wonderful world of women's menstruation. Oh. Now, you're going to have okay. to stay with me that with this. That is not where I thought you were going. Well, I'm sorry, because this is a thing that's happening, and <laughs> I need to talk about it. So, Dr. Daniel Dops, who is a chiropractor, has come up with a new invention for women to have more control over their periods. All right. He has created what he is calling... The Menses Adhesive Vaginal Lipstick. Oh. Which this chiropractor has created. Menses? It's called Menses Adhesive Vaginal Lipstick, where it is basically super glue for your vagina. Oh my god. All right, so this is the. Let me read you the advertisement for this. Have you ever woke up with your lips stuck together? It didn't hurt, and it was kind of fun. All you had to do was wet your lips from the inside with saliva, and they become unstuck. This is the principle behind menses. Oh, my God. And a revolutionary, safer solution for women to control their periods without the needs for tampons or pads. (sighs) Menses is a natural combination of amino uh, acids in a lipstick applicator. Oh, my God. That is applied down under during... Your cycle. It causes the sides to stick together strong enough to prevent leakage until the user urinates. The urine instantly unsticks it and allows everything to wash into the toilet. And then you can reapply Mensi's lipstick. Clean, safe, secure, (laughs) and you're set. Coming to a store near you soon. So first of all, I don't think this guy who's a chiropractor again, Dr. Dops, has even seen a vagina before, let alone understanding how exactly they work. (laughs) This is a thing. He's invented a glue stick for people's vaginas. And this right now, he is the CEO of a company called Menses Technologies. And this is, in fact, that's, a product I think, that he's... one of the worst parts of it. Menses. Is that slang for what I think it is? What, men- is it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just want to tell you that a guy who has clearly never seen a vagina before understands that, you know, it's not all one hole down there, buddy. I <laughs> uh, just want to let you know that uh, there's a doctor out there looking out for us <sighs> folks who get periods. Well, I'm glad somebody has your back. I know. I mean, my God, if I had to live another day without having a glue stick for my Can I vagina. Can borrow your lipstick? <laughs> oh, sorry, not my Menses uh, vagina glue lipstick. <laughs> it's not a good shade for you. Oh. 
All right, so I just want to let you know that exists. So uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's being noted. So he's a chiropractor. He's According a chiropractor. To that. What does he have any? How does he have? Any knowledge? Uh, he also says so. Doctor Daniel Dops, a chiropractor, also describes the vagina as a self-cleaning shower drain. <laughs> a self-cleaning shower drain. Oh wow! So he was actually granted a patent for this glue st- vagina glue stick. Uh, this on January 10th, so it's patented by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. He does also suggest that you shouldn't share your badge glue stick <laughs> with other people. He also says it'll be uh, helpful for women who are on their periods in the workforce because women who are on their periods are distracted, <laughs> making them oh far less God. productive does than they could be. Does he even understand how it is? I mean... <coughs> you know wow. what would be distracting? You know, if my vagina was glued together. Sorry, I didn't want to bring this up, but I noticed you've been a little distracted lately at work, so that would I'm sorry, it's I'm, some... I'm currently pooling with blood because <coughs> my vagina's <laughs> stuck together. Oh, wow. <laughs> so just so you know, ladies, that 20, he said 25% of the time, we're distracted by her periods. <laughs> you having trouble concentrating? <laughs> just super glue that shit shut. <laughs> just <laughs> super glue that. Let it pool inside you. Problem solved. <laughs> so um, I encourage all chiropractors out there to please tell me what I should I think do now, with my vagina. Maybe I got to start up a birth control thing where you just put duct tape over the end of your penis. <laughs> and then that. Yeah, birth control. See? <laughs> you could probably get a patent for yeah. that. <laughs> so just to let you know. If this sounds like uh, intriguing to you, you will be able to buy this sooner than later. <sighs> Coming soon to a feminine hygiene product aisle near you. <laughs> Menzies Vagina Glue Stick. Oh, wow. Don't share with your friends. All right, that's your world of crazy. Like, that's a thing. Like, I thought it was a joke. And it might, I hope it's a joke, but it's patented. Like, it, I don't know, it sounds like somebody's... Serious about that. That's just, All right. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even have anything to say to that. That's just... Wow. Well, Sarah, you can let us know how that works. Yeah, that's never, ever going to happen. <laughs> All right, should we do some ball that talk? Seems so, that seems honest. like the opposite of healthy. <laughs> yeah, everything about it seems the opposite of healthy. God damn. <laughs> Sorry, that came out of nowhere. All right. All right. I'm going to wash that away from our minds. <laughs> With urine. Wait, what? That's how you wash away the vagina glue. Oh. I don't know. It's uh, I haven't had coffee today. I need to get... I need more coffee. Well, you're eating a lot of expired food, too. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, a couple of things in ball talk. We'll get through these first two, and then I've got some... Some shocking information. And a revelation. I've got both of these things in today's show. First off, though, I'll say this. You have shock and revelry? Yep. Mr. Tom Brady of the New England Patriots is still missing his Super Bowl jersey. The one he wore during the game, which was stolen shortly after the game was over out of the locker room. Still missing. The Houston Police Department is on it, also with actual Texas Rangers trying to hunt it down because they believe it's worth, uh, it's estimated it's worth about $500,000. And the person who stole it is going to be charged with a first-degree felony. And so that shit's burned, probably. That's what I think. Oh, that's gone. It's, I don't think it's burned, necessarily, but that is hidden somewhere in a safety deposit box or underneath somebody's bed, and it's not going to be found. I just don't think it's going to be found. I think it's probably destroyed because it's probably like you, if you stole it to make money off of it. No, because you hold on to it. If you wait long enough, then maybe you could bring it back out again once the heat dies down. I don't know. Or it's just destroyed. Yeah, that could that could be the case too. But supposedly half a million dollars. That's what that thing is worth. 
So it's still uh, still on the hunt. If you do see the jersey, send it in to Fun Employment Radio. We'll make sure it gets to the proper authorities or sell it for half that. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, Magic Johnson's now in charge of the Lakers. Eh. The Lakers fired everybody and put Magic Johnson in charge of, of the entire operation as president of basketball operations. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, well, I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson. I grew up hating Magic Johnson, so... Because he always beat the Blazers, and it... Didn't always beat the Blazers. That's wrong. But he beat the Blazers in some important games. The only so reason... I hated Magic Johnson growing up. The only reason I knew who Magic Johnson was because he had AIDS, and then he didn't. <laughs> I mean, he did. That's true. He did a few more things in his life than, than had AIDS and then didn't have it. But no, yeah. he was truly magic. That is true. That's just disappeared. Whatever happened to... HIV, Magic Johnson. Seriously. Well, I guess I mean, he didn't have point. full-blown AIDS. He had HIV. I've got full-blown AIDS. And then it just yeah. went away. Yeah. That's the only thing, because I remember that being suspect. What, that he had it and then it went away? Yeah. What was suspect about it? That he had it and it went away. The only time that has ever been ha- that has ever happened. Yeah. I'm not saying that he still has it, but I'm saying, like, Well, when you're rich. Yeah, if you're rich, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, there we go. Magic Johnson. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Let's go to this. This is something now. Sarah and I, uh, Sarah and I have run in various uh, races before. You know, we've done Hood to Coast mm-hmm. a few times. We've run the Shamrock Run, a couple other things. And it's hard. And we obviously are not racing to win in anything because neither of us are ever going to win one of those things. And that's just not something I care about. But some people do. Some people care a lot about winning. And... There is a blogger, a food and lifestyle blogger for the Huffington Post by the name of Jane Seo, mm-hmm. who really cared about finishing well in the Fort Lauderdale A1A Half Marathon. Now, she raced in it over the weekend and was disqualified Sunday night after finishing second place. Finished second, did well, and somebody decided to do a little bit of investigating. Turns out, uh, she was reporting her miles, you know, as she went, um, and she had a GPS tracker that, that you know, because everybody has GPS trackers with them. Almost all everybody does when you run these things because then it marks your your spots as you go along. Mm-hmm. It also gives you how fast your pace was. And somebody was investigating the times and realized that she sped up her pace. She ran a seven minute some uh, seven minute oh nine per mile. Which is really fast for the first 10 kilometers of the race. But then he noticed on the second half, her speed picked up to 5 minutes and 25 seconds per mile. On the second half of a half marathon. I mean, so she picked up her pace that much faster on the second half of the marathon. That's not normal. No, that doesn't seem like that would happen. And he went back and took a look at this and took a look at, at her times. And then... Tracked the GPS and took a look at her entries and realized that after reviewing her pace, and I guess they have her heart rate as well because there's some, something that they monitor that with it as well, probably for safety concerns, I'm sure, that that was much more consistent with riding a bike than being a runner. And it turns out what happened is she did pick up a bike and... Cut one and a half miles off of the marathon by doing so. She so she was busted, and she ended up making a statement saying, I made a horrible choice at the Fort Lauderdale Half Marathon on Sunday. I wasn't feeling well, so I cut the course and headed to the finish line. <laughs> Along the way, she picked up a bike. Did someone leave it for her? Did she I just don't steal know. someone's bike? I don't know. It, I don't think it really explains... How she got a bike. But she ended up biking and cut through part of the course and then just show back up and then stroll through getting second place. <laughs> like, that's... Didn't you have talk about one of these, like, a few years ago when someone, like, jumped uh, in a they car took a cab. or they took a cab Yeah, or a I think it was... Is that the New York or Boston yeah. one, I think it was? Yeah, they, they took a cab <laughs> and <laughs> got off part of the course. But at least, yeah, she was busted on it. But it's like, <laughs> were you going to admit it if you weren't caught? Clearly not. She was just going to tell everybody forever that she finished second in the marathon. 
Like, I don't understand how you would think you would get away with that. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's going to figure that stuff out. Yeah. But there it is. So that is uh, what happened with her. Now, let me get to the shocking information that I have to give Shock to you. Now, this is... <laughs> Somebody cut that out. All right. This is uh, going to be hard for everybody to hear, but I think it's important information. It's something that we all need to be thinking about more in these times of political turmoil and, you know, uh, environmental turmoil and everything else that's going on. We're kind of taking our eyes off of the real threat. Oh, God. And luckily, we've got somebody to help us out with that. And that man's name. Jesus Christ. Is Jose Canseco. Oh. Different JC. Oh my God. Different JC. Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco has been on a Twitter tirade, and I would like to read for you some of his tweets of things that you need to be worried about. Jose Canseco posted this on February 20th. Previously, well, I'll say what he, I'll, I'll say what leads into these tweets because it doesn't make any sense. Posted on February 13th, tired of picking up all these dog shits walking my new Great Dane. The way this neighborhood treated my goats, I'm leaving these karma piles. So apparently he's leaving... Piles of shit everywhere? Piles of shit everywhere. Okay. All right, Jose. And he says, congratulations to Dan Reichardt and Bianca. Hug for the happy couple. I don't know what that is. And then he launches into this. The robot threat is being taken too lightly. Yes! Tweet number one. Yes! Moving from there, I mean, already that's alarming. It's like, damn it. Jose Canseco, you're nailing it on the head right now. He follows that up. He, like, is not afraid to shy away from the big topics. Then he says this. Robots will not attack and kill us physically like in the movies. So it's not like you you idiots think it is in the movies. That's not what... This is what he's saying. He follows that up. For 60 years, robots have been systematically destroying us in clandestine economy-based wars started when ENIAC was turned on. Oh my gosh, I have missed him. I need him. This is amazing. 60 years these robots have been after us. <laughs> exactly 60 years. 60 years. 60 years, okay. It right, goes on. Good to know. Listen to me, all caps, all humans, we need to wake the fuck up. What if he's actually a robot? Jose Canseco yeah, what continues if he's part on. Of the there's, there's quite a few here. I've got I'm a lot sorry, to get through. I'm sorry. I didn't through. mean to know. I was just very excited. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Already today, a fully robotized factory reduces human jobs 90% and increases production 250% and reduces defects 80% while doubling profit. He continues. Robots control every industry, our food supply, our transportation systems, our healthcare and education systems. Everything. All caps. I'm going to read it in his punctuation, too. There's no commas or pauses. Robots are stealing our jobs, bringing economic ruin to us human by human, starving us to death one by one. There were no caps in that one. I was just... I figured there weren't any spaces either. Okay. No, basically. All that will be left is uber technical humans trained to service robots. I mean, that's all we do anyway. We all... We're slaves to our robots, like our robots are our phones and our Well, he's got some computers. points to be made in there, but uh, it, it's true. And then he ends it up with... Oh, that's his pinned tweet. Never mind. No, that's where he just left off. He just left it there. That's it? February 20th. Oh that was it. Oh, my God. The fucking robots got him. I don't know. Greg. I don't know. Greg. Jose Canseco has not been heard of in two days. Are you sure? They got him. He was speaking too much truth. They got him. Uh, Edward in the chat says, uh, JC, that's Jose Canseco, that's how we need to call him, talking about this is crazy, but Elon Musk talks and we all listen. Well, yeah, there's a difference. But he's, he's got his points. Listen to me, humans. We need to wake the fuck up. Did he say fellow humans? Because that uh, is Listen that, to me, all humans. We need to wake so the fuck up. So that could be a robot tell. Because he's not referring to Listen himself. Listen to me, as all human. humans. We need to wake the fuck up. Yeah, it could be. Well, anyway, there we go. 60 years robots have been at war with us. Robots. 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 Jose Canseco will lead us to victory. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. See, I'm going to be friends with our robot overlords, our robot overlords. I will fight the robots to the death. No. I want to control You'd the robots. You'd over pretty quick. I would not. I like robots, as long as they do what I say. 
know, as long as you can like knock them over with sticks. Yeah, as long as I can hit them with a hockey puck and, or a hockey stick and knock them over, like the Boston Dynamics video. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with robots. No, that's but I will not let a robot rule me. Robots rule everything around nope. me. Humans forever. It's my new hashtag. I don't know. Okay. I guess in the upcoming robot wars. All right, we'll leave it at that. Um, maybe I can address... Uh, I think I'll have to address Mr. Aaron Duran's email tomorrow. Okay. So it's uh, Aaron who wrote, uh, having a question about about birthdays and about tomorrow night for our Fun Employment Radio bingo night in particular. It plays into this. So I'll have the answer tomorrow. on tomorrow's show. Okay, that's good. Yes. But it, uh, let me say this. You will need to be there. You will want to be there. On Thursday night for Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, if you are able to make it. Either way, I'll answer this question tomorrow on the show, but it is pertinent to that. Okay. It all ties it's pertinent. in. It all ties in, and it's maybe, or maybe not, robots are involved. Maybe not, but they could be. Robots. Robots. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We do greatly appreciate it. You are wonderful people. You sure are wonderful people. Wonderful people. Wonderful humans. Uh, Big thank you to Billy Wayne Davis. We will talk to him on March 9th. When he's going to be at Dante's. Okay, that that is just still so funny. It's so funny. (laughs) The best best part, I think, is the woman at the counter saying, wrong airport, honey. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. That's magic. It is. Um, on Friday, provided he does not miss his <laughs> Doesn't go plane, to the wrong airport. Dana Gold will be stopping by. Awesome. In the morning. I am, as I said before, excited to talk to him about the new Planet of the Apes series. I'm a fan of that. I know he's a huge Planet of the Apes guy. He's talked about it before in the show, and now I'm finally getting it. Like, oh, it's awesome. Well, you've always... I've always liked it, but these yeah. newer ones have really gotten me into it. Not the Marky Mark one, the other ones. He'll always be Marky Mark. He'll always be Marky Mark, it's true. Yeah. Feel the vibrations. All right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <clears throat> Losing it. Okay, everybody. I barely survived this show. We'll see what happens with the rest of my day thanks to eating this expired food, but I will do my best to be here tomorrow for another episode of Fun Employment Radio. Oh, good ending. All right. Oh, dot com. Bye, friends. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.